cortex gives a clue to just how vulnerable the brain's master controller is. The prefrontal cortex is so sensitive to stress because of its special status within the hierarchy of brain structures. It is the most highly evolved brain region, bigger proportionally in humans than in other primates, and makes up a full third of the human cortex. It matures more slowly than any other brain area and reaches full maturity only after the teen years have passed. The prefrontal area houses the neural circuitry for abstract thought and allows us to concentrate and stay on task, while storing information in the mental sketch pad of working memory. This temporary memory storage area operates by allowing us to keep in mind such information as the sum of digits that need to be carried over to the next column when performing addition. As a mental control unit, the prefrontal area also inhibits inappropriate thoughts and actions. The neurological executive center functions through an extensive internal network of connections among the triangular-shaped neurons called pyramidal cells. These neurons also send out connections to more distant reaches of the brain that control our emotions, desires, and habits. When unstressed, these circuits in this network hum along contentedly. Working memory reminds us to start that assignment due next week, and other circuitry sends a message to lower brain regions, signaling that it is perhaps best to forego a second glass of wine. Meanwhile, a message to the amygdala, a deep brain structure that controls fear reactions, provides assurance that the huge hulk approaching on the sidewalk is not about to smash you in the face. Keeping this network firing as it should can be a fragile process, and when stress hits, even small changes in the neurochemical environment can instantly weaken network connections. In response to stress, our brain floods with arousal chemicals such as norepinephrine and dopamine, which are released by neurons in the brainstem that send projections throughout the brain. Elevated levels of these signaling chemicals in the prefrontal cortex shut off neuron firing, in part by weakening the connection points or synapses between neurons temporarily. Network activity diminishes, as does the ability to regulate behavior. These effects only worsen as the adrenal glands near the kidneys, on command from the hypothalamus, spritz the stress hormone cortisol into the bloodstream, sending it to the brain. In this circumstance, self-control depends on a tricky balancing act. Keeping one's cool is an expression that accurately represents a description of the underlying biological processes. The neural machinery of the prefrontal cortex and its ability to muster working memory to stay focused on the task at hand may keep the cascade of neurotransmitters generated deep within the brain from triggering a panicked tide of emotion. Other research clarifying how easily the prefrontal cortex can be shut down started about 20 years ago. Studies in animals by one of us, Arnston, along with the late Patricia Goldman Rakich of Yale University, were among the first to illustrate how neurochemical changes during stress can rapidly switch off prefrontal function. The work showed that neurons in the prefrontal cortex disconnect and stop firing after being exposed to a flood of neurotransmitters or stress hormones. In contrast, areas deep within the brain take a stronger hold over our behavior. Dopamine arrives at a series of deep brain structures collectively called the basal ganglia, that regulate cravings and habitual emotional and motor responses. The basal ganglia holds sway not only when we ride a bicycle without falling, 
but also when we indulge in addictive habits, such as those that make us long for that forbidden ice cream. In 2001, Benno Rosendahl, now at the University of Groningen in the Netherlands, James McGaw of the University of California, Irvine, and their colleagues, found similar changes in the amygdala, another older brain region. In the presence of norepinephrine and cortisol, the amygdala alerts the rest of the nervous system to prepare for danger and also strengthens memories that are related to fear and other emotions. This research now extends to humans. These studies have begun to show that some people seem more vulnerable than others because of their genetic makeup or because of a previous history of stress exposure. After dopamine and norepinephrine switch off circuits in the prefrontal area required for higher cognition, enzymes normally chew up the neurotransmitters so that the shutdown does not persist. In this way, we can return to our...